It's the Lowdown with Sports 1440. I like that line about painted on jeans. That was probably written for Declan. Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC. Hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC in Buick. Ask for details. I never know how to pronounce that. It's details or details. And people, I remember when I was in broadcast school, Columbia School of Broadcasting, just off Jasper Avenue. There was a, Bob Steele was the, the guy, and then Ted Hockaday was the guy. And I remember they both said it was pronounced details. But I can never remember it as I say the word. And I, I want to say for more information, but because I was trained in the olden days, you don't change a script. So if you see me stumbling, bumbling, tumbling, that's why. And you may say, why are you telling us all this? And you're right. That's why eventually it'll be Declan doing the show. Okay. Are you ready? What did you want to say? No, I was I nothing. Nothing. I was just going to say no I'm not or something like that. So <laughs> this this whole this whole conversation didn't need to happen. <laughs> well, I think I think the error was mine in even bringing it up, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, this is what happens when we're four segments in and no guests. Low tide's getting bored. Uh, all right, NHL rumors. There's a few out there, and then there's a couple. Somebody suggested something that I am blown away by, uh, and I like the idea from Bronco Brad. We're going to talk about that in a second. The Montreal Canadiens have placed Gustav Lindstrom on waivers. That's not a made-up name. He's a 25-year-old man with a soul. Uh, 14 games in Montreal this year, three goals, four points, 15 minutes of ice time. They had eight blue. And so they are sending him down. That's why. Uh, Jack Hughes out week to week. Uh, Lindy Ruff updating that. There, it's going to be months now. It's weeks. So I'm not really sure where they are with that. Uh, Timo Meyer is returning. He's getting there. They've got a bunch. Palat, Nosek, Hamilton, not expected back soon. They're a mess and it's a worry. Washington Capitals will be out with, uh, out with, uh, without Erasmus Sandin and Tom Wilson due to injuries. Buffalo Sabres, uh, Jordan Greenway is slated to return. Victor Olofsson not expected to be ready just yet. Chicago Blackhawks, who play the Edmonton Oilers tonight, are basically they're there in the MASH unit, and Alan Alda is looking grim. That's how bad it is. Seth Jones, Taylor Radish, Joey Anderson, Rem Pitlick, and, of course, you know about the phenom. Connor Bedard isn't there. The St. Louis Blues signed Nathan Walker to a two-year extension. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember, Declan, the days of Nathan Walker in an Edmonton Oilers uniform? Do I? I don't know. No, of course. <laughs> he was claimed by Edmonton on December 1st, 2017. Oh. Claimed back by Washington on December 20th. But he did play two games here. And... As I recall, fans were thrilled, and then he went back there. And the, then, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, I totally cut you off. I was just going to say the only reason I really remembered him was because I think he was Welsh, but he played his national hockey for Australia, right? You have a phenomenal memory. Yeah. He's from Cardiff, Wales. That, um, that was the only re- like that was the only reason he was really notable to me. So his hockey playing and his his lovely smile meant nothing to you. You didn't care. It's I yeah. Unfortunately, I did not. I apologize to Nathan Walker. It was a bit more about the geography for me. Wow. I will tell you this: that that you had, you you had the same dismissive verbal 
as you did the time you said your parents didn't really do anything for you when you were a child. Really? Remember uh, that? I no, <laughs> but don't 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 uh, don't remind me. By the way, Nathan Walker was on the Stanley Cup team in 2018 for the Washington Capitals, and he went deep once with St. Louis too. So, the luck of the Welsh is with him. They, when they say luck of the Irish, they mean they're not lucky. You know that, right? Uh, I don't think I did, actually. I always thought that was serious, because leprechauns and whatnot. No, the Irish... Yeah, okay. And look, I'm not going to get into why the British are at fault for everything that has ever happened in the world, but the Irish... Uh, um, anyway. Uh, Devil's Place, Jonas Zekenthaler on IR... Uh, they are truly a mess. Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Brendan Offman, who looked good, is back in the AHL for the New York Rangers. They've got a bunch of guys who are over 60 years old. They want to play. It's almost like Bernie Jeffron is still on the team. Uh, and that's your New York Ranger update. Now, a couple of suggestions. Jordan Everly with 50% retained to the Oilers from Bronco Brad. And I, I gotta tell you, um, and I like I know what you're gonna say. Come on, Al. Come on. He's old. This is the kind of guy you always poo-poo. Um, we can say poo-poo on the air, right? Oh, we've said worse. Okay. Um, but I always liked Jordan Everly. I've always liked Jordan Everly. I, 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 I've always liked him. He and Taylor Hall played with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and the wingers pushed the 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 river more than than the center did when they played together. And his, his goal share is still over 50%, his expected goal share 54%. Now he's a little shy offensively, but you slide him up there with one of the big gunners and, you know, out of sight. I'm a fan of Jordan Everly. I'd love to see him here. Now that's, that's me. We'll find out what you think when you text us at 833-401-1440. LT, I'm confident most of the 1440 listeners do not need to hear this. This is from GL. But for those who do, please remember, there are alternatives to driving if you're driving scared. And for others to ask themselves if a trip to the hospital or worse is worth cutting off three lanes of traffic because you missed your turn. Stay safe out there. Also, turn on your lights, if you would. Uh, it's, I know it's early in the year, and, and because we haven't had winter yet. But visibility, visibility, visibility. I got to see you or I'm going to run over you. And I don't want to run over you. I, you know, I, I haven't had an accident since 1980. I'm a really good driver. You know why I'm a good driver and haven't had an accident in over 40 years? Because I assume everybody on the road with me is trying to get me. So I drive so defensively, although I do drive the speed limit. I don't exceed the speed limit, but I drive the speed limit. I drive so defensively. I'm the guy who, if you turn in front of me, I back off because I want to wait at least five Mississaugas before I want to have distance between you and me. So the Mississaugas are to make sure that there's distance between you and me. And I say Mississauga instead of Mississippi because why not? Do you know how to spell Mississauga? Do you want me to try? Yeah, hold on. Let me find the word. Let me think about this. Okay. Mississauga. Yes, go ahead. You M- can't just do it. You could go ahead. M I S S I S S A U G A. Oh, you yeah. did it. Because it's the same All as Mississippi. Right. It is. Yeah, it's the same as Mississippi. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say I'm proud of that one. Damn straight you should. Yeah. Damn straight you should. It's two degrees there right now. And they have a population of 828,000, but nobody knows because it's Toronto. Yeah, it's all Toronto around there. Good draw, call on the driving assumption, low tide. That's the same way I stay alive on a motorcycle. If you're riding a motorcycle, and this is Peter saying that, you've known, you've, you know how, um, unaware, obtuse, and in some cases ignorant drivers are. And they always say the same thing when they run over a motorbike. They say, I never saw him. Well, that's not, that's not actually a good thing. Like if the defense, if you say, I never saw him, what does that say about you? People don't see them. When's the sports fourteen forty spelling bee, guys? Oh, oh we just had it. Declan we won first place. Just nailed it. Have you ever watched those spelling bees? Some of the kids it's faint. Incredible. Oh, like, I know. I w- wouldn't you faint too? I I wouldn't be in it. Yeah, you're. I wouldn't make it past the preliminary rounds. Spell locust. <laughs> F F. You know. No, they'd be like they'd be like De- Declan spell orange, and I'd be sweating. I'd be like writing it in the air and stuff. Wouldn't be able to figure it out. If I was on a spelling bee, they'd say they'd say left and i'd say could you use it in a sentence you know what all <laughs> that's not bad all they gotta do is ask me to spell restaurant and i would just take off my i would take off my number hand it to the judge and walk off the stage you spell restaurant c-a-f-e Re- i don't even know what that means cafe <laughs> restaurant is the <laughs> toughest word for me i will never in my life be able r-e-s-t-a-u-r-a-n-t R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T? is that right i, I don't know. know i never get it right I'm not even going to try. I, I, I won first place with Mississauga, and I'm retiring on top. But you did it right, too, and you did the, the, the cadence. You were spot on. Well, it's because it was, yeah, like the MS, yeah, it's like the Mississippi thing where it's like you're taught how to spell it that way, so it worked out well. What are you going to do with people who are riding motorcycles in this type of weather? Well, I'm sure that our friend is not riding in this weather. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of people on psych- bicycles downtown, and drivers are most unkind. You know, it's not a sport. The, the, the sport of driving into a cyclist is actually not rewarded in our country. And I'm not even, I'm not trying to be funny because it isn't funny. But if you, if like, if you, if you know somebody who, who is a cyclist in a city, any city, but certainly in Edmonton, you know some horror stories, some really legitimate horror stories. And I said horror. Let's not go into that. I thought luck of the Irish was good luck. Is low tide joking? Have you read the Irish history? Not in depth, no. But I, I thought it was it was a legitimate thing as well. Well, if you read the Irish history, the whole the whole luck thing is going to be. Um, They're not the, the 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 history of Ireland has not been terribly lucky. The Irish people. Well, part of, part of was, that is England. There was the famine and everything. No, about that. But I thought it was a legitimate thing because it may be. But for me, it's not. Listen, leprechauns might as well be their national animal. John Lennon wrote a song called "Luck of the Irish." Maybe okay. read that. You know, I'll look into it. Good day, gentlemen, Mister Mitchell. That's a car accident, correct? From Eddie Cheddar. Well, if you run into a bike with your with your car, yes. I was screaming, Lord, no, Eberly. The boys don't need a winger who stops at the blue line to decide between dumping and passing it every time. (sighs) I'm a big Eberly fan. I'm going to defend him. 
Think there's any appetite to retain money on the Jack Campbell deal instead of a buyout, let's say 2.5 mil? Maybe, Chris. I mean, that probably would be ideal, but what assets are you going to give up? What's scary is if the Coyotes make the playoffs and their big stockpile of draft picks still, they haven't had any, haven't really started. I barely said a couple of years ago, watch out for the Coyotes. That's how you build it from Brian S. Anaheim's doing the same thing. There are going to be some Tower of Power teams. The window for the orders is now. I love J. Ebbs, Terry in North Edmonton. Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, yes. Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, right. Gagne update. He's ready. I don't know if he's going to play. We we have projected lineups. I don't. Have you seen any confirma- confirmation? I have not. All right. Keeping the eye out, though. Bruce McCurdy saying that uh, Nathan Walker was born in Wales, identified as an Australian, so we had that surrounded. Holy moly, you got the hour one up on podcast already? Well, yeah, it was easier this time because we didn't have a one o'clock guest, so oh. I was able to just fire it out there. So why don't we even have a one o'clock? Just the hell with that noise. Well, so, you know, if that's the only time they These can do it. These one o'clock guests are weak. Well, I'm telling you, a lot of our regulars are one. We got well, McCurdy, we got Lansky, Bag Milk. Weak. No. I love all of those guys. They all bring a lot more to the show than I do, so I will we, tell you, we need to keep them around. Whenever I think of my guests, I think of, like, I'm driving home. And I go, like, tomorrow, like, today I'll be driving, oh, I'm going to see Jeff Cruschel today, but I'll be driving towards Jeff Cruschel, and I'll think, oh, McCurdy, I haven't talked to Bruce in a long time, and we usually have coffee once in a while, and I've been so busy, I've been unable to have coffee with him, but I had brunch with him and my friend Lynn on the weekend, and we solved all the problems in the world, including the owners. So I, but I look forward to talking to my, to our guests. What was that noise? Yeah, there's it definitely a kerfuffle going on in the background. It sounds like someone's rearranging a kitchen, like cutlery shaking, things like that. Do you want me to go check it out? No, I don't. Tell them to quiet I would, down? Because I might lose you, too. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's something that, that I worry about. I'll the, enter a vortex and not come well, back. Well, who knows, right? I, I, we got the, the pot streaming up from out from downtown. Apparently, Gregor's seeing a Cinnabon out there that I don't see. My daughter <laughs> called me about some record shop, and now we've got... You know, people disappearing into the mist with gorillas in the background there. Are we safe to say it hasn't been a good day so far? I like the day. Okay. We talked a lot. We got a lot off our chests, as it were. We got a great guest in Daniel Nugent Bowman coming along. We got a game tonight. Um, If you want to be updated on what we're going to talk about with Daniel, uh, go on to The Athletic and and read Projecting the 2025-26 Salary cap situation with a Leon Drysaddle extension. And there's good info there. A lot of it has to do with Nylander, but uh, it's, it is, I'm not going to say it's dire, but it is a handful. The new GM is going to have a mitt full of problems because they're going to have about 80 million in commitments and they'll need wingers and defensemen and Goalies, and they all want to be paid. They all read the Bob Bond book. I don't know. I, I like. I think I. When you look at Cap Friendly or or Puckpedia, whichever one you prefer, and you look at it, and I look at it closely, like not at a light when you're waiting for the lights to change. When you have a moment and you're sitting down in your living room, and you go. All right. Let's let's say McDavid and Drysaddle right now are twenty one million. Let's just scoot that to thirty. 
And now, what are you looking at? Even if you go for 25, 26 with McDavid at 12.5, let's say that, let's say that Dry Sidles at 13. So that is 4.5 million more on Leon than you're paying now. So that would mean that for that one year, maybe you have to make a special arrangement, but you probably don't re-sign Evander Kane. And you might have to trade away Brett Kulak. And here's the tough one. This is the one that, that keeps you up at night. What do you do about Evan Bouchard? Because they kicked it down the road again. Damn it all anyway. They did it. And so now in 26 summer, in 2026 summer, Connor McDavid will be a free agent, or an unrestricted free agent. And Evan Bouchard will be an RFA. Yeah. Okay, we've gone late. Daniel Nugent Bowman on the way from The Athletic. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Lowdown with Low Tide on Twang Tuesday, Sports 1440. Corbin, very good. If you've ever had a stuck truck, you know that song. And you know what it's like. Lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. Hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC Buick. Ask for details. 184 Street, Stony Plain Road. Say hi to Doug and to Mary today. Yeah. That whole cap situation for the Edmonton Oilers and the new general manager. And look, the, the you know, everybody, people, and not everybody, but people blame Ken Holland. Well, at some level, it's a management decision, but it has to be signed off by the owner and, you know, everybody involved. And so it is a team decision to do what they've done. And the last big investment was Matthias Ekholm, and he's worked out, like, very well. So they are where they are. And they got a shot. But Daniel Nugent Bowman's article uh, that he wrote that's up today about the Nylander contract and what it means for Leon Dreisaitl, it's a very big deal. It truly is. If you win the cup, you let Leon go. I don't think that's true. Trade for assets. I don't think that's true. I think you keep this group together as long as you can. Question is, what do you have to give up? I've said before that I think at some point they're going to have to make a decision between Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard. So that, that for me, that's the like it's a it's a it's a pressure point, and the no movement clause for Nurse. Um, on June 1st, 2027, he has to submit a 10-team trade list. That's when you can start doing That's 2027. Five, six, seven. That's three years away. And they have to sign Evan Bouchard in the summer of 2025. Remember that song in the year 2525 by Zager and Evans? I think it was out in 69. I remember when I heard it, I went, I'll never make it that far. But I did make it to 2025. Well, not yet, but I'm close. Are, are you telling me our one guest isn't going to be with us? He has not answered yet. He actually sent me to voicemail on the last call I gave him. I called him three times here, so I'll call him again in a second. Well, probably you called, and then sometimes if you call and the... the um, voicemail is kicks in then you will get that 
mm-hmm. right away if you call again. Yeah. Well, he, he might be back. I'm going to give him a call here in a minute. I don't think he forgot. No. I, I texted. He and I emailed back and forth on Sunday. Yes. So. No, we'll get him. We'll get him. And he's a good man. Daniel's a good man. Good day, my learned friends. Like that from Eddie Cheddar. Regarding Leon and Connor, is it possible that Leon would take $12 million and Connor $15 million? I know this might be splitting hairs, but $3 million gets you a decent player. Your thoughts, Eddie Cheddar. Some people have talked about, well, they've made all their money. Why don't they just sign for, you know, $3 million each? Well, I mean, I, don't, I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that always amazes me is players are still mad at the owners, you know, and it's long established that 50% or whatever the number is, is what the players are going to get. So it's a piece of a pie that doesn't change. So there's nothing you can do. There's just nothing you can do. You, you, you are, if you're Connor McDavid and you take $5 million, you're leaving $10 million for other players because that's how the pie works. But people still get, player, if you listen to players, they're still mad at owners. Mostly because of the clawbacks, but I, I think that that if you want the honest truth, the cap benefits owners, so you won't see it. It'll be see it altered, but but it benefits owners. Owners can't help themselves. If Connor McDavid was a free agent with no cap, like let's say the NHL decides. McDavid is a free agent in the summer of 2026. Plays 25, 26 with the Otis at 12 and a half. Let's say between now and that date, July 1st, 2026, the NHL says, ah, you know what? We're not even going to worry about salary cap anymore. I want you to imagine what the price tag of Connor McDavid would be in a world where there was no cap. None. McDavid is, is, uh, a veteran, he'll still be at at peak or near. Uh, he can skate like the wind. He can probably skate. He probably play in the NHL till he's past forty. Dave Keon did. This guy is a freak of nature. He's one of a kind. He's the CCR song. It came out of the sky, and so you are looking at a once in a lifetime. He is a unicorn. He's the finest gem in hockey history. And you've got a chance. He's exciting. You put him in Manhattan, people aren't going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. If there were no cap and McDavid were a free agent, and I just got somebody texting me saying $30 million. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. I know who it is now. All right. I don't know about Sam Gagne. I'm not sure if he's in the lineup. Hmm. This is from Elliot Friedman. And this is... Hmm. About an hour and a half old. Word is Philly didn't want a bonus overage carrying into this season, so they didn't want to sign Gauthier at the end of last year. 
They didn't intend it as any kind of an insult, but things were never the same after this happened. So now it's coming out. Sounds like the Gauthier was willing to sign after last season. Hmm. I don't know if that changes people's mind or not. I always am, am very curious and don't trust... I just don't trust the first blush from one side before you get the other side. And now that's what we're seeing. We're starting to get the news from the other side. And I just think that there was a lot of of responsible hockey people going overboard last night. And it isn't a good look. Most people are very measured and with good reason. But this particular one, a little bit out there. So Daniel is not available at this point in time. No. Well, it was four calls I've given him, and twice it was sent to voicemail. So, you know, maybe he's busy. Well, Uh, he might be working on a story. Okay. Or, you know, but if we don't get him today, we'll get him tomorrow. Okay. We'll we'll double dip tomorrow. We'll cut back on McCurdy's time. <laughs> well, after the O for today, we'll double dip on tomorrow. Have we ever had a show where there's been no guests? No, no, no. Oh, I, me and you, definitely never. I don't think we've ever had a show with less than two guests. What Awanek used to do, and uh, he used to do, and he'd laugh. He, you know, he'd, we'd have we'd have two guests in a four hour show, mm-hmm. and they'd be back to back. So there'd be <laughs> nothing for two hours, then one ten and one or one twenty and one forty, and then the last hour would be none. Now, and he'd giggle. You know, did it on purpose, did he? I don't know if he did or not, but he sure <laughs> giggled a lot. Not signing Kane, the only player on the team with gumption, sounds exactly like what the Oilers management would do. Become even softer. I have zero results in the playoffs because of it. LJ from Lloydminster. LJ is on fire today. I'll be your guest today, Low Tide. Just ask me from Gord Oil. My gardener was fast right until the day he retired, and I think Connor will be too. I think I agree with that. I agree with that. The Dodgers would sign McDavid. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. Does James Neal's 1.9 not come up the books at the same time as Leona's do? Yeah, but there's the, the, the problem the Oilers have is they're, they're, you know, they're probably going to buy out Jack Campbell. That would be my guess. So it, 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 it's, it's never ending with the, the buyouts. And it's too bad, but it's true. It's never ending. Call Declan's mom and get more dirt. By the way, they were here yesterday. Was your mom here too? My mom was not here. Okay, so I waved at somebody. Was that your sister? Uh, stepmom. Okay. Stepmom, yeah. Sister's back in Toronto. Okay. It was stepmom, And then who dad. was the gentleman with the the uh, the Moses beard? Step-grandfather. Okay. Yeah, so step-mom's there was step- dad. Stepmom and your dad and step-grandfather. And my little brother was by as well. Oh, yes. no. I missed your brother. No, I know. He ran and gave me a big hug after I went and uh, said hi to them. Where did you nice. find them? Where did I? Well, they actually left and came back, so they found me. I guess. Oh, yeah. They didn't. They didn't want to so hang around. Did, they had stuff to see. Did they? Did they not want to meet me? Is that what happened there? No, I think they no. did, but they. You know, they're not very good at being on time. What are you going to do? Well, you're on time. All I'm the on time. time. Yeah. No. Well. So you're the you're the outlier. <laughs> no, I'm actually. You know what the thing is? I'm probably the latest when we get together for family gatherings, but I'm always on time here, ready for work. 
Well, because you're a keener, that's why. Yeah, but it's a bad look. Consider the market. Philly is being Philly. You know this from the juice. Ah, I don't think it's Philly. I think it's, if you look at who's saying stuff, it's a lot of people, not Philly people, but hockey people. Uh, I'm always amazed about the people who say Connor should take a discount to stay with Leon. Would those people voluntarily take a huge cut and pay to continue working where they do? It's ridiculous. Mark and St. Albert. I, I agree, Mark. It, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. We have Daniel Nugent Bowen. I knew he, he would, he loves us. He, we, you wouldn't forget about us, would you, Daniel? I try not to. So, <laughs> sorry, I had some issues uh, with, with my phone earlier. I, I really apologize to you. Not to worry. So. Not to worry. It's all good, and we love you anyway. And we, But yeah. I did want to talk to you because uh, your article today, very timely, rejecting the 25-26 salary cap, Oilers salary cap with a Leon Dreisaitl extension, and obviously Nylander's signing uh, has implications for Dreisaitl and for the Oilers. And and there's not just dry saddlers, McDavid and then Evan Bouchard on the way too. Uh, when I read your article, I was like, okay, this is going to require, I think, a lot of maneuvering by the new GM and maybe either not signing some of the veterans or maybe even trading some because it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing, there's a few things to consider, right? Like, First of all, the, the the idea of this piece was, was centered around um, William Nylander and, and the contract that he got yesterday. Of course, kind of reported over the weekend by a bunch of different people, but but came to fruition yesterday. And yeah, Drive Saddle is much greater. He's had a much more productive, uh, much like he's a way better player than, than William Nylander. Like let's let's be real and. Um, they, they come from the same draft, but like they're both drafted in 2014. So is just over six months older than Nylander, and he goes to market a year later. But that's the only advantage that William Nylander has, uh, you know, over, over Leon Dreisler. Um Otherwise, it's not even close. And uh, I talked to an agent yesterday that you know, the starting point is probably on an eight-year deal, uh, something like $12.5 maybe even 13 as a starting point. So... Uh, when you look at that number, and then, and as you mentioned, Al, like Connor McDavid <laughs> needs a new contract after that. Uh, Evan Bouchard is up the same year as Leon Dreisaitl, Ryan McLeod, even uh, a bit less of a concern, or much less of a concern uh, in terms of the, at least the, the financial implications. But uh, when you start adding all of that up, it's troublesome. And then you have guys like Nugent Hopkins, uh, Hyman, Nurse on long term deals um, with, with, with trade protection, too. Um, yeah, it's going to be very tricky. And when you factor in uh, what's likely going to be a Jack Campbell buyout, uh, or what could be a Jack Campbell buyout, I mean, that's that's kind of how I factored in. That, you know, once once Leon Drysdale's contract comes up uh, in 2025, uh, that would be $2.3 million against the cap. So that doesn't leave a lot of room for some other players. So, um, you know, there will be a little bit of wiggle room once Connor McDavid's contract kicks in. I mean, uh, Vander Kane, um, Brett Kulak, Hero Skinner, Matias Ekholm all come off the books. Maybe some of those players you, you want back at that point. Uh, they have a little bit more room when McDavid's uh, contract comes uh, comes up. But with Leon Dreisaitl, it's pretty challenging uh, and there's not a lot of room to round out that roster if, if they are going to have him back if he wants to come back and if he signs up that, that contract for eight years um, at the, uh, the, the valuation that, that it seems like it's heading at to. In your article, the, the first sphincter-tightening paragraph is the fourth one. You've talked to an agent, uh, an anonymous agent, saying, 
He can ask for what he wants. Somebody's going to pay Leon Dreisaitl. And the, the reason why it's such a poignant and, and piercing statement is it's undeniable. If Dreisaitl gets to free agency, somebody is going to pay overpay him because of what he represents. He's a big center, a big man, a great passer, can score. Uh, and they're like the Boston Bruins, as an example, but not just the Boston Bruins. This guy is is uh, uh, coveted all day, every day by NHL teams. Oh, absolutely! Look at look at what he's done in his career. I mean, uh, he's won a hard trophy. He's won a uh, you know Ross had Lindsay. Of course, all those coming in the same year when Connor McDavid was injured for a little bit, and he helped the Oilers in uh, twenty twenty in, in a year that was truncated there, but. Uh, not too many guys have that on the resume, especially with Connor McDavid dominating uh, to a lesser extent, you know, Austin Matthews in a, in a way too, but, but certainly Connor McDavid. Like there, there are only so many words to, to go around in, in so many years, and, and Dreisaitl has uh, can stake a claim to some of that. Not only that, like look at his playoff track record. Um, it's remarkable. Uh, basically every year that the Oilers have been in the playoffs, going back to that first uh, go around in 2017, uh, he's been a really, really productive and key player. And, and two years ago, doing it basically on one leg for more than half of that playoff, and he, and he scored uh, two points a game, even even at that rate. So um, it's a little bit scary of a contract, given that, you know, uh, Dreisaitl, he, get, he gets around the ice fine by my eyes, but he's not the most, uh, uh, you know, not a speedster, not the most graceful skater in the world. Uh, he'll be just a couple weeks shy of, of being 30 when that contract starts. Um, but this is his chance to cash in. This is his chance to, uh, it's, you know, if he signs for eight years, you know, 37, uh, when that contract is up, it's his last uh, go to make a lot of money. And, and he's been on a team-friendly contract uh, for the last eight years, or, or a better part of it, uh, eight years of it being an eight-year contract, I should say, uh, people had a little bit of doubts about that contract when it was first signed, but very quickly he's he's been able to uh, outproduce that contract, and um, this is his chance to, to really cash in. And, and um, whether that's an Edmonton or somebody else, or somewhere else rather, somebody is going to pay him for sure. Daniel Nugent Bowman, our guest from The Athletic on Sports 1440 in the Lowdown with Low Tide. Uh, in the time that you've covered the Edmonton Oilers, there's been a lot of loud noises. Uh, you know, firings, hirings, trades, uh, playoff heartbreak, but also wonderful moments in the playoffs. But it is possible, if we get to July 1st of this year, it is possible. One of the stories you will be covering is the idea of a, a possibly new general manager contemplating trading Leon Dreisaitl. Is this market ready for that? I don't know. (laughs) You make a good point. It's entirely possible. Um, You know, otherwise, you're looking at a scenario that Calgary dealt with a couple of years ago with, uh, you know, with Johnny Goodrow. Matthew to check to a lesser extent, although he, he was under team control. Um, yeah, and, and it can change the makeup of the entire team. Now, scenario you're looking at one player. In the scenario, you're still looking at a team with Connor McDavid uh, and some other really good pieces. Um, but it's it's going to be a gamble if they can't get Leon Dreisaitl signed uh, or, or with a very good indication a couple of weeks, like heading into the draft, like a couple of weeks before free HC that 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 that, um, that he will sign because they can talk to him. They just can't sign anything for 
July 1st. So, uh, I mean, this is supposed to be the Stanley Cup window, though. Yeah. And Leon Dreisaitl is a huge part of this order. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm breaking any news here. Um, <laughs> do you want to go uh, into what could be a lot? You know, Connor McDavid's not signed at this, going to extension at this time either, right? So, do you want to go into it with one more chance um, at it? I, I don't know. I, I'd probably be more inclined with the team at this at this rate with Zach Hyman, you know, over 30, with uh, Darnell Nurse pushing it, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins over 30 back home. Uh, there's a couple other guys that are that are in that that, that realm too. Um, you know, Evan Bouchard in his, in his prime. I'd be inclined to probably keep Leon Dreisaitl and and make a go at it. The worst case scenario is he walks away, you get nothing. But you don't get nothing. You get $8.5 million cap space. I mean, I, that would be a, a pretty big blow to see him go and to see him not get any future returns, uh, future assets, I should say. But at least they would have that cap space. Now, a lot of it would would, would go again towards signing, trying to sign Connor McDavid. Um, and if they can, then, then that would be obviously a huge boon to the organization. But they would be able to uh, have a little bit more room if Drysaddle leaves uh, to fill out the roster. Uh, make it maybe maybe add a little bit more depth to the roster. Uh, obviously, that's the worst case scenario, but uh, I, I I would be more inclined to keep Drysaddle and um, and make another go at it, make one really good last last gas for it. And of course, it goes without saying if they win the Stanley Cup in 2024, then the the scenario is far different just from the point of view of retaining Drysaddle because I think there would be a uh, the energy would there maybe to to keep the the band together. Uh, yes and no. I mean, it, it's hard to know what people want, truly. Like, I, I haven't had a conversation with Leon Dreisler about it. I don't know who has or, or what he's thinking. And, of course, people's thoughts can change over time, too. Um, they won the cup this year, and he might say, hey, I, I did it. I, I got my cup. Um, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, go else, I'll go elsewhere. At the same time, if they don't win it and they don't win next year, he might say, gosh, we're so close. I feel good about this team, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's two ways to look at everything. Right. So, um, I, I don't know if one scenario changes, uh, the, you know, the cup this year or cup next year, or whatever changes the way the Oilers or Leon Dreisaitl feel about things. It, it could go either way. So, um, you know, logically, I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think this team's got, got a really good core, uh, but it's an, but again, it's an aging core. So um, does Drysaddle want to go elsewhere and be the man, quote unquote, and and make a push somewhere else? I don't know. Uh, there's just two ways to look at it, and and I don't know if a cup this year or next kind of changes anything for either for either party because you know Leon Drysaddle. Um, you know, really, regardless of uh, if he stays, but if if, if he does, uh, you know, you're looking at. Uh, one of the greatest Oilers of all time, you know, uh, mm-hmm. along with, uh, obviously, you know, there's the 80s Oilers, but those guys didn't play their whole careers here. You yeah. know, you could have guys like McDavid, N- Nugent Hopkins, Nurse, um, uh, Dreisaitl play their whole careers here and be, you know, be, you know, the greatest players in team history. So hey, there's a lot of different ways to look at it and, and a lot of time, but that time is, is kind of getting narrow a little bit here and, and, and decisions that will have to be made relatively soon. Daniel Nugent Bowman, our guest on Sports 1440. Daniel from The Athletic. Phil Kemp, great story, got recalled. I don't know if he'll play, uh, but this is a guy who's been four years in the minors, played well, good shutdown defenseman. It's kind of a feel-good story that he gets the recall. Yeah, they're, what they're doing here is they seem very comfortable on their sixth defenseman. 
rightly so, the way the team has played and, and you know, the quality of those players. And they're rotating guys in, uh, sorry, up, rather, not into the lineup, but up uh, at, into the NHL, uh, you know, into the NHL roster, starting with Philip Roberg, then you go to Ben Gleason and now Phil Kemp, uh, to allow them to, to, to cash in, uh, you know, an NHL paycheck and basically make 10 times the money uh, for a little while. So that's nice. Uh, whether he'll play or not, I think would be pretty unlikely. It doesn't appear that he will be in the lineup tonight in Chicago, which is uh, probably the most logical place for him to put in, given the quality of that Blackhawks team. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, I think if, there, if, if somebody got injured on, on defense, uh, they'd be popping up Philip Broberg uh, and having having Broberg still in, uh, you know, as the, as the sixth defenseman. Um, so, you know, I don't expect we'll see Phil Kemp, but it is nice. It, it's good for a guy to get around the NHL team for a little bit, and that that uh, checking account uh, will certainly like it too. All right, thanks for this, Daniel. I hope your phone's okay. You have a good week. Yeah, thanks so much. I, again, I apologize. No, don't I, worry. I apologize. About it. It'll be better next week. It's all good. Thanks, bud. Thank you. There you go, Daniel Nugent Bowman. If you get a chance, read his article on on Drysaddle funneled through the Nylander News. There's some really good information there, uh, and it's definitely a conversation starter for sure. We're late for a break. One forty-seven. This is the lowdown with Low Tide on Sports fourteen forty. It's the lowdown on Twang Tuesday, driven by Wolf GMC Buick. Oh my God, does that take me back? That's a that's a high school song. I remember. I remember listening to that song and then going back to school afternoon. I think I probably watched the Flintstones too. And I would have had soup. What did you did you ever go home for lunch and what did you have for lunch when you went home? I would go home occasionally for lunch, yeah. Um it would usually be like leftovers. Whatever we had the night before, or like just deli meat sandwiches, something like that. And it was only ever really in elementary. That was the only one where I ever did, because when I was younger, the close was my my house was close to the elementary school. Okay, what uh, did you have a lunch kit? And what oh, was on? Oh yeah, it? yeah, yeah. What was on your lunch? You know kit? what? My lunch kit was just it was just green. It was just a green lunch kit. Um, front pocket. It didn't have a logo or anything, but damn, was it practical. When you were like in school, did you sometimes look out your window uh, at school and see Mrs. Andrews kicking the hell out of that lunch kit? I never saw her kicking the hell out of the lunch kit. I didn't have good eyes. When we were out for recess, I didn't have good eyes inside the classroom, but she was probably tearing at a new one. <laughs> Can't win them all. <laughs> one day, one day, we will we will have Mrs. Andrews or some kind of offspring of Mrs. Andrews, uh, because we need a rebuttal. I mean, you know, I don't. I kind of like the way I formed the narrative. I kind of like that it's just uh, <laughs> the world against. But her. it's so one-sided. I'm sure she was adored by somebody. You know. You know, I had to go a whole a whole year of first grade where it was pretty one-sided. So this is my year. I get back. My, my grade one teacher, I loved her so much. Her name was Mrs. Norman. And I, I, I loved her. Like I just loved her. I hugged her and I would bring her apples. I was the biggest suck kid ever. And, um, one time in grade one, uh, I, we were recess or lunch was ending or whatever. And she walked by and somebody said, Oh, there goes iron pants. And I cried because I was so upset that she had that nickname. 
That's how much I loved Mrs. Merman. <laughs> I think you maybe told that story before. That's yeah. That's I mean, good for I, you. I just, I just, I wish that you had had that in your life. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I did you know. did you do something? Did you like? Did you laugh when you shouldn't have? Did you make a double entendre? Not like I was maybe a little pesky. Really, a little, but shocking. That's really it. Like I wasn't that bad. Well, you say that. I. That's why we need Mrs. Andrews here. Like I can, I can look back with honest hindsight and say I wasn't some great disruptor or like detriment to the class. You weren't a, like a clown. I like to make people laugh, but I I wasn't doing it at the expense you, of her lessons. Did you like spit spitballs no. out of a big pen? Mm, no spitballs. Did you tell jokes? Did you laugh too loud? Did you have the wrong answers? Did you pay attention? I definitely paid attention. I probably did laugh too loud, though. Okay. All right. Gene Carr, new kid in town, supposedly his buddies with Glenn Fry. He coined the phrase... Tequila Sunrise and Fry used it. There you go, from B. I've heard that story as well. Listen, I had a great time today, and and nobody should tease Declan for not being able to find guests. I could have done something. <laughs> I could have said something. It, was, it wasn't all your fault. I, I think, will say that. I think we made it work. We I had a Rolodex. I could have done something, but I lifted no finger at all. And the fact that I applied for a job while we were on the air today means nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right. Listen, we had a great show today. I loved it very much. Uh, Jason Greger is on the way with many guests. And please enjoy your day. It's time for a sports update.